All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're weapon the WRDG one and uh, and we're going to take you to SEC Channel Free after SEC Channel Free we're going to uh, we're going to Take you to the news, and after that, we're going to check with our weather, and after, after our weather, and and. What's the weather in Portofino? It's 64 degrees and cloudy in Portsmouth. Okay. What's the weather for Monday for Portofino? Monday's forecast for Portsmouth is 80 degrees and partly cloudy. Okay. What's the weather for Tuesday for Portofino? Thursday's forecast for Portsmouth is 81 degrees and mostly sunny. Okay. What's the weather for Tuesday for Portofino? Tuesday's forecast for Portsmouth is 79 degrees and mostly cloudy. Okay. And... That's all we got. Game we're taking you to the news. And, and here's your news. And we're trying. Challenge the past. Challenge accepted. Purdue University Global. Affordable online education for driven working adults. Apply now at purdueglobal.edu. They use the internet. already in progress. researchers who last asked the question seven years ago in 2015 about a quarter of a teen said had the same level of use where they spend their time has shifted. Back then, Facebook was dominant, with 71% of teens saying they used it. Now, only about 32% social media platform. These days, they're on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat. 97% of teens say they use the internet daily. Now in Atlanta, one pup has gone from animal shelter to the big screen. 
Coco is the breakout star in one of the summer's biggest hits over on Hulu. She plays the lead character's four-legged companion in the film, Prey. It comes after Fulton County Animal Services took care of Coco in early 2021. The shelter said in a post on its Facebook page that it shines a light on the potential of shelter dogs and what they are capable of when given a chance. Coco reportedly had no film training and was adopted by her <clears throat> her family specifically for the project. Well, a fundraiser for victims in a deadly fire turning violent. They say a man purposefully drove into the crowd. Okay. streaming TV free at viewit.com or on the viewit app stream content from your favorite stations here and across the country plus watch exclusive events and original programming all in one place from your favorite device keep up to date with what's happening in your community with news weather prep sports and more in today's living right here's what you should do to up your workout routine search view it in your app store and download for free today Okay, now we're back. John Cena's scene on Second Street. You can swap the cat off the calendar. They don't mind. John Cena's and and we're keep you informed. And the weather and uh, and the weather and and everything else and we'll keep you informed about the weather and we're going with urgent news.
and Rhett Michelle. She was there blowing the feet up and everything else. And Phyllis and Sherry and all of them. And courts, all the 4-H people was there. And they done it all. They even had goats, pigs, cows. I ain't seen too many horses. And Sawyer Brown, he was pretty good Friday. And, and Moral Haggard, pretty with it. And he does pretty good. I remember three, pretty much longer than Jerry, late Jerry Lewis telephone be starting up pretty much longer. We're going to make sure you have that. And October, we're going to have another muscle visit telephone. There's your news back. President Donald Trump's former residence. The FBI says its agents and properties have been confronted with a number of threats. Paul Higgins has the latest. Questions mounting days after the search of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. I have asked for, along with Chairman Maloney, a damage assessment by the intelligence community and a briefing to Congress. Adam Schiff, the Democratic chair of the House Select Intelligence Committee, says he has yet to hear back about a damage assessment on the 11 sets of classified documents seized from Mar-a-Lago, but remains confident one will eventually be done. That is... I think fairly routine when there has been uh, the potential risk of disclosure of uh, national security information or classified information. Republicans on the House Intel Committee are demanding investigators deliver a briefing detailing the reasons for the search. On a bipartisan basis, Congress is saying, show us the goods. We want to know, one, what did the Department of Justice and the FBI tell the judge that they were going to find, and what did they find? There's a high level of skepticism, but we don't have to speculate. We have the clearance, we have the, the oversight ability. Saturday, pro-Trump protesters in Phoenix, Arizona, peacefully demonstrating outside the local FBI field office. But the FBI says its agents and properties are dealing with an unprecedented number of threats. A law enforcement source says the personal information of two FBI employees listed in court documents as being involved in the search circulated online. Those folks on the ground do extraordinarily heroic efforts to enforce our rule of law, which is fundamental to the Republican Party and to our democracy. I'm Cole Higgins reporting. Now the FBI searched the former president's Palm Beach home and seized 11 sets of classified documents, some of which were marked top secret. Now a man died by suicide after crashing his car into a barricade and firing shots in Washington, D.C. early this morning. The collision occurred roughly 300 feet from the U.S. Supreme Court. After the man crashed, the car became engulfed in flames. Capitol Police say it does not appear the fire started during the collision, 
but it appears the man may have started the fire himself as he was getting out of the car. Capitol Police say the man, identified as 29-year-old Richard Aaron York, got out of the vehicle and fired several shots into the air. As Capitol Police approached, York reportedly shot himself. We are on a higher alert. We have put um, uh, some enhanced security operations in effect um, so that uh, we, we can not only try and hopefully deter and prevent something like this from happening, but certainly respond very quickly to mitigate it if we have to. Capitol Police say they do not have any information on why York did this. They do say it does not appear York was targeting any members of Congress. Well, Pennsylvania State Police identified and charged a man who drove through a crowd yesterday, killing one person and injured 17. State Police say 24-year-old Adrian Sorreyes of Nescopec was charged with two open counts of criminal homicide. Troopers say he drove through a crowd gathered for a fundraising event for victims of a deadly house fire. They say they believe he did this purposefully and was seen on security cameras speeding up. Officials say Sorreyes then returned to his home and killed his mother. He was denied bail and um, is in the Columbia County Correctional Facility. Hospital officials say five patients still remain in critical condition. Now, Louisville Detective Kelly Goodlett plans to plead guilty to a federal charge in the conspiracy in the Breonna Taylor case. This comes after four current and former Louisville police officers were charged earlier this month with civil rights violations and other federal counts in connection with the raid of Taylor's home. Goodlett's attorney and Department of Justice attorney confirmed the plea argument during a court hearing yesterday. Goodlett is charged with falsifying the search warrant for Taylor's home and working with other officers to cover up their actions. Goodlett was released on $10,000 bond. She's due back in court on August 22nd. Well, coming up, the long road of recovery has just begun for flood victims in eastern Kentucky, but a cowboy is here to spread some cheer. And it looks like this evening we are looking at showers all across the region. However, it just uh, happens to be that they are a lot lighter than what we saw in the forecast earlier this afternoon. We'll talk more coming up. Jurassic Quest is back and bigger than ever. See you Catch live local streaming TV free at viewit.com or on the viewit app. Stream content from your favorite stations here and across the country. Interesting. Plus, watch exclusive events and original programming all in one place from your favorite device. Keep up to date with what's happening in your community with news, weather, prep sports, and more. In today's living right, here's what you should do to up your workout routine. Search View It in your app store and download for free today. Okay, now we're back. And remember, John's Fiendsy. On Second Street, got dog food, cat food, everything else. You can swap the cat off the cal calendar. They don't mind. John Finn Seed on Second Street. Same with rights, and they got everything you want. And we're going to make sure you have your news, RDG. We're going to make sure you have your news tomorrow. And we're going to make sure and uh, 
the telephone be coming on on that last day of August. It goes on through Liver River Days. And we're going to keep you informed about that. And And there's your news
That's when Short and Turner created an Amazon wish list to help the educators of Buckhorn School and Robinson Elementary get back on their feet. I'd say behind us, um, before everyone started showing up, we had a little over probably $4,000. Um, but we had a lot of just monetary donations that came in too. And we kind of went together and just went on a shopping spree and took care of what we had left. And we were able to spend everything but nine cents. So we got it as close as we could. And on Sunday, the pair hosted a teacher shower at Perry County Park for educators to come and pick up what they need for their classrooms. Without teachers, there's no one. So they started everyone, and now I think it's just good not only to see she and I giving back, but everyone. You know, this wasn't just two of us. Um, it was our whole community. They all went together and allowed us to be able to do it. You know, we are just the faces of it. And for educators like Christy Combs, who lost everything, seeing the community help them to rebuild means so much more. I've seen people come together here that I thought that never would, and uh, that's the goal here. Um, help each other out, and, and I think this area is going to be just fine. It's going to take a little while to get, get back to where we were, but we're going to get there. Enriching the lives of those who enrich the minds of children in Perry County. Alyssa Williams, WSAZ News Channel 3. Now, although Turner and Short held the teacher shower today, they are still taking donations. Anything they receive will be taken to A.B. Combs Elementary School. While the search continues, two people still missing more than two weeks after deadly flooding. Every sleep is different, so why get a mattress? Okay, now we're back. And we're going to... Look, see how much we got there. And they're getting ready for the news. And they're going to give the weather. And we got 42 seconds and 10 seconds. And we're going to make sure the animal shelter, they're in way free puppies. And, and Singer Havens, uh, give away, uh, if you want to adopt a dog, they can adopt. Dr. Foundation. You can really do that. And we're gonna do it real good. And we're going to try to make sure you have your news. And And we're going to check with the weather. And, and we're going to try make sure you have your weather. And 
and and want to make sure you have your weather and make sure you do it pretty good. Get get pop radio. They do pretty good. Here's your news back. Devastated the region. 60 year old Vanessa Baker and 29 year old Nancy Condit have not been seen since the floods. Crews have been out all weekend trying to find them. They've had teams from Powell, Lee, Wolf, and Laurel counties, plus canine units helping with the search. Yesterday, officials found the areas of interest in the 476 and Lower River Caney areas. Today, officials were back out there as they continue to search. <laughs> Well, Drew, some good news for those flood victims. A week that just looks absolutely perfect to just continue that cleanup that's going to be continuing for yeah. a long time. I think we saw some chance for showers tomorrow, maybe even Tuesday, but the heaviest of the rain happened this afternoon. Hopefully much smoother sailing as we move into even next weekend, potentially not much rain going on. Let's take a look at our forecast where, yeah, we still are wet, but we're not quite as wet in the Charleston area as we were at times earlier this afternoon. No flash flood warnings popping up in the afternoon hours, but it certainly was a wet drive out there for many, and it still is going to be a wet drive out there for many more later tonight and tomorrow. So stay cautious along the interstates. If you're going through I-64 in the Charleston area, really anywhere here, you can see that the rain has slowed down and it looks like there could be a break coming our way off towards the north but for now there still is plenty of shower activity here in our region moving through the area it looks like the heaviest of the rains were down in pike county earlier now they are being left alone we still however have this little arc of rain going on from the Beckley area off towards Charleston, off towards Lawrence County, Ohio, and off into the Scioto County area as well. The good news is that majority of that rain is a light drizzle. There are some heavier pockets in there, which of course are going to be causing a little bit of a downpour in one or two locations. But for the most part, we are not looking too bad. Rain-wise, temperature-wise, we're looking all right. We're at the 65 to 70 degree mark. And for the rest of this evening, it's just going to be those wet roadways that we really need to be cautious of moving into to tomorrow morning. Now, tomorrow morning may still be cloudy and wet, but we're hoping that by the time our afternoon rolls around, the rain slows down, the skies clear out, and the temperatures get to a very comfortable 75 to 80 degrees in our afternoon. That'll hopefully be filled with a little bit of sunshine and not as much rain out there, especially the further northwest you go. You can see even the northwest as we move into the overnight hours, mostly dry, while as the further southeast you go into the higher elevations, a few chances for some showers. Not looking too bad out there in the forecast as we move in to tomorrow. Of course, there will be a few more showers around, especially down in our southern counties, but uh looks like for the most part, we're doing all right. Moving into Friday or Monday evening, uh, still some showers out in our southeastern counties, but many people stay dry throughout Monday, and even as we move into Tuesday, although the rain may not completely leave us alone, it does certainly look like a lot more manageable of a situation than what we went through in our forecast today. So, it looks like, take a look at our Food Fair Augmented Rally forecast, it is going to be still pretty Pretty wet out there. The rain is slowing down, but will not completely stop. So you're still going to have some slick road conditions to deal with uh, tonight and into early tomorrow. 
skies clear out as we move into later on tomorrow. And hopefully we'll be able to enjoy a little bit of sunshine here and there over the beginning of our week, although there will be a raindrop or two around. We're mostly dry throughout the rest of those days. And then we move towards our Wednesday, Thursday, and early Friday period to end the week, which is looking to be, again, with a shower or two. However, it's not going to be these flooding showers we've seen at times and lots of sunshine, Goldilocks temperature, not too hot, not too cold, right about the 80 degree mark. We turn up the temperature, we turn up the rain a little bit as we move into late this upcoming weekend into the weekend. However, it shouldn't be a complete washout. We're just looking at a few more showers returning to the forecast. And uh, as you can see, uh, a little bit of some maybe storm activity Saturday into Sunday. But for now, I think, again, the majority of those storms Storms that are going to be coming our way already fell this afternoon. That's not to say there couldn't be a rumble or a downpour or two in the next few days, next mainly Monday and Tuesday out there. But I think we're going to be pretty happy with how the weather turns out this week. Well, 80 degrees in mid-August. You really can't beat that right now. It's not the humidity that brings us even more showers. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Drew. Coming up, those Sunday evening storms couldn't keep the herd off the pitch all night. America's number one furniture and mattress store. Make every summer adventure the destination with Carnival, America's most fuel-efficient full-line auto dealer. Hurry into a local Honda dealer where new vehicles are arriving daily. Okay, now we're back, and and we're getting ready. And the news is getting ready to go off. And we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to, Make sure you have your news and uh, and uh, and uh, we make sure you have your news and find me to get out. See you.